uh, answering the questions uh, from all the journalists. Uh, meanwhile, the president of World Football Governing Body, Sir Blatter, has returned to work at FIFA headquarters a day after announcing that he would resign. Blatter says he will stand down after this, uh, his successor has been elected. Uh, his decision came a week after the FBI arrested seven FIFA officials on corruption allegations. Our deputy sports editor, Janet Witten, is here in studio. A very good afternoon and welcome, Janet. Before we get to the story of Sab Blatter, I just want to go back to the question to the minister. Do you think that the minister and his DG answered the questions uh, around the bribery allegations uh, appropriately? You know, I think they answered it in the only way that they actually could. Um, and in a sense, he is right. He, he was at pains to say that in all of the, all of the, um, statements that have been made and the statement that Danny Jordan made, the statement that Thabo Mbeki made, they haven't really contradicted themselves. There is a way of looking at it that w- where that is actually true. Mm-hmm. And I think that there wasn't any other way for them to explain this. Um, because at, at the end of the line, it is, you know, which which way do you look at it? When does a payment, uh, when when does a payment for development become a bribe? Um, and that's going to be up to the American authorities yeah. to prove, and that's going to be very difficult. And they they're going to stand by the allegation that this was not a bribe. Now, coming back to the topic that we want to discuss with you, Seb Blatter. After our <laughs> discussion here yesterday, I got home and I looked at the news, and Seb Blatter stepped. <laughs> Was he ever on the radar? Was this ever expected? It was possibly one of the most unexpected events in all the time that I have been working as a sports journalist, and that's a very long time. It was absolutely and completely unexpected. Nobody saw that coming. Um, I, I have heard some people has, had heard some people suggest that he wouldn't last a week, but I but I kind of always took those as fairly flippant comments. But I think that most people were very shocked by it, mm-hmm. um, the way that it came about, and that it was that it was so sudden and it came without warning. He kind of, kind of seemed to be at work yesterday, and then suddenly in the evening this announcement came. What will this uh, impact uh, be on FIFA, his departure right now? You know, it's going to be interesting to see how FIFA functions in the next six months or so because that's how long it's going to take for a new president to be elected because a whole new special congress has to be put together in order for this to happen. And the suggestion is that the earliest that that can happen is December. Hmm. So he's going to be there for quite some time still. He did say in his rather kind of strange rambling speech um, when he was stepping down that um, that he was going to be leading the reform of FIFA. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I'm not quite sure how he leads the reform of FIFA. I would have thought that getting rid of him was part of the reform process. But um, I, think, I think it's going to be very difficult for FIFA to actually mm-hmm. function with any kind of effectiveness in the next six months. I did say yesterday also this is a developing story. It's evolving all the time. But share with us some of the other developments around the story internationally. The most dramatic development today was the fact that Interpol have now become involved. They issued what are called red notices for six people. They are the six people who haven't been arrested so far who were named in the U.S. indictments. That's Jack Warner and Nicholas Laos, who are the, were the former pre- vice presidents of FIFA and the former presidents of CAF and Comnebol, the South American um, Union, respectively. Um, those are, are, are kind of in name only because we know that Jack Warner has already been arrested and is out on bail in Trinidad and Nicholas Laos is under house arrest in Paraguay. So we know where they are already. The other four are for the four sports marketing people, three from Argentina and one from Brazil, who were also mentioned in those indictments. And we don't really know exactly mm-hmm. where they are at the moment. The red notices, I should say, are just that. They just alert. It's a request from Interpol to those individual countries, say, please find out where 
where these people are and let us know. Oh. It isn't an arrest warrant. The, the, the extradition has to come with the agreement of that country. So it's still up to those sovereign countries to decide whether they want to extradite their citizens or not. Is this perhaps FIFA's own Operation Fiala? <laughs> you know, I think it is going to become that because I think that FIFA has to do something like that in order to try and get back some kind of credibility. It has an ethics committee. It has an audit committee. Those committees need to be seen to be doing the right thing and very publicly and with a whole lot of transparency. As usual, Jana, thank you so much for your